Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse this weekend. How y'all doing? Or whenever you're listening. Because you know how we're doing. We're all right. Exactly. So, NBA playoff round one is almost wrapped up. And it could have been wrapped up uh, the night before we recorded, but nope. It could have been perfect. It would have worked. Everything done. We are just er, reviewing round one, previewing round two. Now we're just reviewing most of round one. All but one series that's not finished yet. (laughs) But oh well. Still going to have to talk about with the other series, so it's all good. It is. Let's get started. Start with start with the Eastern Conference. I usually start with the West, but we'll give the East some love. Start off first. Philadelphia, uh, they took care of the Wizards. The Wizards did get a game, so... Yeah, I mean, when Embiid went down. Yeah, Embiid went down. Four, right? Yeah. And then game five, Philadelphia. And they started the Hackabin. Hackasimmons. <laughs> And it, Hack of Simmons. it worked in that game, but yeah, they they didn't really have a chance. But good for them for, I uh, almost said the bullets again. <sighs> for defeating the bullets. Just, I, I mean, just own it. So they the the bullets fought hard. I'm calling the bullets. It's just, it's over. He's just going to roll with the bullets. So, you know, I mean, you got a game. You should feel halfway decent about yourselves, so, but you had no chance. Phillies. Philly and Milwaukee, you know, I know everybody is talking about the, you know, the Nets because of their guys, but man, they, they put teams together. And for Philly, it's just Embiid, you know, he yeah. didn't play after that. He didn't play in game five. Mm-hmm. And so now there's questions. Does he have a tear, a meniscus tear that he could play through, but you know, it could bother him time to time. And I mean, if that happens again, it's like, this is why Embiid's not the MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were talking about uh, inside the NBA. Kenny Smith said the only reason Embiid's not the MVP is because of that. I don't think that's the only reason. I think it was still a toss-up yeah. between him and Jokic, but it made it a no-brainer that it has to be Jokic because Embiid can't, he doesn't stay healthy. He's going to turn, you know, turn into the Chris Paul yeah. of, of, centers. of centers if he doesn't stay healthy. And, you know, at least if he if he gets one championship, it doesn't really matter after that. You know, so if he could stay healthy this year and they get it done, then it doesn't matter what he does the rest of the time. You know, mm-hmm. Bill Walton got to one, you know, as the man before all of his injuries and he's yeah. a Hall of Famer. So, uh-huh. you know, it's not going to make a difference as long as he gets it done. But if, if he keeps getting hurt at the end of every season and can't get it done, then psh, that's just going to haunt him for his entire career. His legacy. But they moved on. And what did their round two opponent do? The round two opponent. They will be taking on the Atlanta Hawks, who took down the Knicks in five games, four to one. Same thing. It was an enjoyable series, but not what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it was great. I loved, like, Trey Young going at New York as, like, the villain He's like of their, MSG. He's like the Reggie Miller now. Yeah. And he just ended him after five. I was like, you know, an extra game or two would have been cool for the series. But nonetheless, it was really fun. You know, what's weird to me is, the, you know, the Knicks fans and look, I get it. But at the same time, you know, your team hasn't been good. You make it to the playoffs. And then you guys leave early. 
Like, mm-hmm. you ain't been there in a minute. Maybe just stay, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, I mean, you're, you're kind of disgusted, but you hadn't been there in so long. Yeah. It seemed like forever. I mean, maybe... How long ago was it? Do you remember the time? Oh, it was... It's been a while. Been I don't know off the top of my was head. It, was it Mellow's team? When I, Mellow's it might have been, like, yeah. Uh, what was that? 11, 12? It was one of the years LeBron was in Miami. But anyways. They made the playoffs for the first thought... time since 2013. Okay. So Mellow was still there. So it's been eight years. Yeah, I mean, that. that's that's a minute. I, I would have just liked to see him stay cheer on their guys regardless but at the same time i mean i don't know how i would have felt in that same situation so you know <laughs> good for them they made the playoffs this year but they we made won't... it as a high seed but they're gone yeah I mean, and good for atlanta too actually yeah heck yeah I'm, i like what Atlanta's they didn't make the doing. playoffs last year either we talk about nate all the time we mm-hmm. love nate and we'll get to that matchup we're we're gonna do all the preview or the reviewing of the first round in this first segment and then we'll preview the second round in the next one but mm-hmm. yeah i mean the hawks did a a great job i mean yeah they lost the se- the regular season series against the knicks and mm-hmm. then basically blew them out in the playoffs just one game and even in that game they they were in it they had the lead they had like a double digit lead and then they just the, the Knicks got hot. The crowd was going crazy, and it kind of just carried yeah, them they over. Yeah, got one, and that happens. You could, you could be the best team in the world and still lose two games in a series because it's the NBA. Teams can get hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then for our other second round matchup, first the Brooklyn Nets who defeated the Celtics. Although Boston got a couple games, four to two. It was the closest series in the entire Eastern Conference. So. Yeah, and I by mean, that standard, you know Tatum played really good. But what happened? What happened right after it? Ainge is stepping away, and Brad yeah, Stevens mm-hmm. is what going to be the president now? Yeah, like basically we talked about how you know he shouldn't be the coach anymore, right? It's like, well, he's not, but he's kind of getting a promotion, basically. Yeah, but ba- it, but they only did that because they got to pay him. Yeah, and so they're like, you know what? We might as well just keep him around and just have somebody else coach. You know, and Ainge, I mean. Uh, how can you fail that bad with all that? I mean, he he got all those draft picks. He mm-hmm. made all these moves, and and yet they never won anything. Nope. So, you know, isn't it just a fit? Not only did they not win, they didn't even make it to the finals. No. No, wait. Well, the, no, well I mean, I don't, this he, recent group. This Was this, he there when... Yeah, they I were think, like going with the Lakers and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Against the Lakers, but I, I met this group, this like time here. frame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's definitely got to be a disappointment. That's why I was saying same with Brad Stevens. It's like you've had all this talent, and then you've just disappointed. And it doesn't matter that you were playing a you know this loaded team. It doesn't really matter because you've had loaded teams before. And you didn't get the job done, so there's really no excuses. You yeah, know? it's like we could say, "Oh, well, Tatum played great," and uh, like, okay, it it doesn't matter. Tatum did have a great game. He did what four or five? Yeah, Whatever five, it was. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Brooklyn moves on, and hopefully and their second round matchup is interesting. Yeah, when I can't wait to 
get to that, but let's just talk about the last series in the Eastern Conference. The Bucks made a statement against Miami, took them out 4-0, and it was minus the first game. It wasn't close. They they no. kept it went just went to overtime the first game. Yeah, I don't even remember. I know the first game was close. It might have been an overtime. I don't remember for sure. It was a tight game, but then the rest of the series, it was just all Milwaukee, oh, and the Heat out. couldn't do anything. And then it's like, should yeah, the Heat should be disappointed. I mean, they were in the finals, and then they got swept. But man, the Bucks are good. Like, I didn't realize, and we talked about this before all the moves that they made. I knew some of them. I knew they got Drew Holiday. Yeah. But I didn't realize they had P.J. Tucker, and I didn't realize they had... Um, uh, I we forget we, we forgot about him is. last time. They were... Oh, my gosh. I Wait, hang on. What position was he? Do you remember? Nope. Uh, anyways, I, it'll pop into my head at some point while we're talking about this. I'm going to look at the Bucks roster. You, you just keep talking about it. It's just so funny because they were just talking about it inside the NBA. And I'm just shaking my head. Yep, yep. Like they got these guys. Oh, Portis. Yes, Bobby there Portis. It is. And I mean, they just got guys. They're they're not. Well, I mean, Drew Holiday is, but you know, Tucker and Portis. They're not stars. They're really solid players and defenders. They're they're guys you have to have on your team. If you just have two stars and then a bunch of just nobodies. Or guys who, you know, they're talented. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what what does that mean? Like, I hate that so much when we talk about, you know, just talent. And, but are they really good though? Like, you can be talented. It doesn't actually make you great. The great ones are mixed. They have the talent and they have that just, that's something else. That desire, that basketball knowledge. They know what to do. They know when to make a play. They know when to step up. They just, they just do it. Yeah. And those guys are some of those guys. You have to have these guys on your team. And I feel like the Sixers got more of those guys in the offseason, and the Bucks did too. And you've seen it in the season that the Sixers had, and then you just saw it in this series with the Bucks. How they just, a team that beat them, <laughs> swept them last year? Or did they get one? I don't remember. I don't think they swept them. I don't remember. But it, they they handled them <laughs> easily last year. And then they just blitzed them this year because of a few moves. It wasn't Giannis dominated. It was the Bucks dominated. And then mm-hmm. when Middleton isn't, one of the one of the other problems with the Bucks was, you know, Middleton's your number two, and you're like, he's not your number two. But now you could say Holiday's a number two. And even if you don't want to say that, you still want to say it's Middleton. He still doesn't have the pressure because they have Holiday. Yeah. He doesn't have as mm-hmm. much pressure on him. And you know, he hit uh like a he hit a couple buzzer beaters, but it might have just been like at the end of quarters that yeah, I Yeah, I don't think it was like at and, the end of the game. And I was just thinking to myself. Well, maybe the man, first game he did. He's got to be feeling so. I think it was. It might have been the first game. So, and I just like, he's just got to be feeling so good right now because there's just not that pressure on it. The yeah. last two years, it was like, can Middleton be a guy to take the pressure off of Giannis? And now you don't really have to say that because they have other guys. So, yeah, I mean, that was an easy, <laughs> easy series for them. 
Yeah. I, I wonder now if Jimmy Butler is going to go completely crazy on the heat. And I'm interested to see what happens in Miami <laughs> in the offseason. That'll be one to leg out for. But, you know, all those teams, it, even the Wizards, you know, the Wizards. Yeah. The Knicks, the Celtics. Well, not, not okay. I shouldn't say the Celtics. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Heat. Well, I guess not the Heat either. I'll say Wizards and, and Knicks should feel good about their seasons. But the Heat, I don't think anybody really thought they were going back to the finals. But you can't say getting swept is a successful season. Yeah. <laughs> in the first round. And if you're the... Uh, the Celtics, just like we talked about, I mean, yeah, yeah, just disappointment. So it doesn't matter who you play; it's just disappointment. So, anyways, wrap now up the East to the West. Utah took care of Memphis four to one as well. I mean, the only reason Memphis got the first game was because Mitchell wasn't even playing. Then he comes back in. They said, "We'll take it from here." <laughs> that's a, that's a series business. win. It's funny too, because like I've not looked. I don't think watched one game. We've watched part parts of the games in that series, but yeah. I mean, probably a total of like five that was, minutes. That's probably the one we watched. <laughs> like that and the Brooklyn Boston series is like the one we watched like the least. Yeah, and I was saying that because I don't know much about Utah. I mean, I know Rudy Mitchell, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure you know people. Are, this guy, this guy. Oh, okay, okay. They got but, uh, Mike Conley. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear his name a lot you know, being mentioned in that series. But, yeah, I mean, I need to pay more attention in round two. Is what I was getting at. And really see, because I spent all year saying, ah, oh, you know, them and the Suns, too, going, ah, oh, yeah, but do we really believe? <laughs> well, here, well, they are moving on. Speaking so. of, let's, let's get into that. The Suns finished off the Lakers. Defending champs are out four to two. One week ago, oh, we were boy. sitting here talking about you know the Lakers were up two to one and they look like the two, and the Suns look like the seven, and that's how everybody that looks around. at it. And just like that, it turns around, and the Suns are moving on, and the Lakers are, you know, going home, which I have zero problem with. I love it, but we do have to talk about the LeBron stuff. Yeah, everybody's just, going crazy out there, and just doesn't surprise me. On our multiverse, we. We like LeBron. He's number four on my all-time greatest list. He's my GOAT. And he's Jalen's GOAT. And I think it's... And I don't really... It doesn't matter if you even have him in your top five. Because like we talked about, there's eight guys who have a claim to be the GOAT. And LeBron's one of them. But let's just say you don't feel that way. I still don't understand why people are being so ridiculous after this series. Uh, other than him leaving the bench with so much time to go yeah. and not shaking hands. Like, those things, I understand. Like, I, I get... I do kind of... I have a problem with those things, too. Now, the shaking hands thing, I mean, then he he gives uh, Devin Booker an autographed jersey after the game. So, obviously, he talked to them. So, that's really not that big of a deal. But the leaving the bench thing... Yeah, that's kind of a big deal, and I don't like it. And you know, those are there are little things that LeBron does that annoy me too. Even though I'm a fan of his, I'm like, why do you do these things? Why do you give people the ammo? <laughs> like they already don't like you. Why are you giving them more reason to dislike you? Don't do those things. But besides that, you get people clowning him for losing, and I'm like, he's in his 18th season. 
He's 36 years old and he just averaged 25, seven and seven. And it's the first time he's ever lost in the first round. And it happened in his, in his 18th career. season when he's 36 <laughs> years old. And you guys are trying to clown him? Like, you guys are the ones that are clowns. What and are you he talking has about? all that mileage on him just from his other playoff appearances. It's ridiculous. However many it is. And all the injuries that the team had. He, yeah, AD goes down you know, at the end of the series. Before he could carry I also, team. Frank Vogel is an idiot for starting Anthony Davis in the last game. I just got to say that. It doesn't that. really matter, though. Like, I, I saw I that. I know it doesn't matter, but. He didn't but... play much, so it doesn't necessarily Because yeah, he got matter. hurt again. Yeah, he got hurt right away. <laughs> but, you know. Early in his career, and pretty much all through it, if he had those injuries, he was able to still get his team past that first round matchup while yeah. his teammates could get healthy. He's just too old to do that now, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like If LeBron yeah. never even plays in another playoff series, it doesn't mean anything. He's already one of the greatest of all time, and some people's GOAT. So when you're trying to clown him, when he's this late in his career, you just, you look foolish. It's yeah. ridiculous. Why are you wasting your time? Like, just to make people mad? I mean, I guess. I mean, like I said, to me, it just looks dumb. I see it and I'm just like, wow, you guys are- He doesn't need to prove anything to yeah. anybody anymore. If he retired, all people would do is just, you know, comp or if he, let's say he did like Kobe and was like, announced next year as his last season. It yeah. would be this farewell tour where people would, you know. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Just either. be like, oh, this. Is, oh, I mean, I'm sure he's gonna do it. Like, I hated that so much when Kobe did it because it was like he wasn't even trying out there like he usually did. And one of the things about him was his competitiveness and how he was just so cutthroat and always after it. And he wasn't that at all in that last season. And I mean, look, he said that. So I guess you should give him credit for saying, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy it. I've been this way my whole career. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to enjoy this. But it's like, but that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed, Tim Duncan, for instance, just goes out there and plays and then he just retires. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be like, oh, well, I want all this attention and this glory. But when LeBron does that same thing, everybody's gonna jump yeah, on know. him about it. But anyway. And they're, and they're gonna mock him because Kobe did it first. Yeah. And they're gonna bring that up. But it, it's fine. But what I was getting at is like, even with the Kobe thing, Anyways. it's like people were just appreciating him and fine. And that's what they should do with LeBron is what I was getting at. Just just appreciate him. And But you should start appreciating him now instead of waiting until he retires or trying to clown him when his stats and stuff decline when he's, again, 40. He's, he's 36 years old. And if, you, if he's 40 and he's still getting up and, and dunking the ball like he did <laughs> on a couple of those alley-oops when his elbows are still above the rim. I yeah. mean, he's still pretty damn impressive. But anyways, we just had to kind of get that out there. But yeah, he's But I'm out. still glad the Lakers are gone, so. <laughs> <laughs> and now Phoenix, second round yeah, matchup. Yeah, congrats to them. Good job, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and them boys. So Devin Booker went crazy in that last yes, game, by the way. Yes, he did. He went off. Well, let me mention that real quick. They were saying this coach was telling Monty Williams was telling him, you know, you need to start being more aggressive. And uh, yeah, he came out aggressive and yep. lit them up. Same. Oh, when no, we didn't get to that matchup yet. Never mind. Go ahead. We'll get to that. The Denver Nuggets finished off the Portland Trailblazers in six games. 
that's what I was going to talk about was Michael Porter Jr. in the first quarter. And he had, what, 20 he, in like nine minutes? He thought he was Devin Booker for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, let me try. But that's the thing like we talked about. Like, if they're going to do what, you know, I picked them to do and to get to the finals, they need Porter to, to do that. Maybe not that exactly, but be 20 points per game, you know, for a series. You know, he needs to average that for these next few series for them to have a real shot because, you know, he's that talented of a player and he needs to step up. So for him to have that kind of game, especially, you know, in a closeout. Yeah, in a series clinching. That's that's big, but, you know. That's a good sign. He, he got him off. He got him started, but then Jokic... Jokic finished it off. Yeah. Like he had a kind of, you know, a quiet first. And he hits the three at the end of the half. And then Lillard comes up and hits a buzzer beater right after that. And I'm just like, oh, this game was awesome. Like I love those mm-hmm. guys so much. And, but then Denver just yep. blows them away. They turn it around to that second half, even with Portland. They got, they got up to a good lead. Yeah, and I think during the middle of like that game, fifteen or something yeah, it was like something like that. With a few minutes left in the fourth, I think like four minutes. They said in the final sixteen minutes, they outscored them like forty. Uh, I don't know exactly. It was forty-six to twenty-seven or something like mm. that. Denver did. I'm like, dang. And Jokic was just what a turnaround. You couldn't do anything. Nurkic just kept getting you know in foul trouble because. He can't do anything. And then they had, what, Covington on him? And Covington's 6'7". So he's just schooling Covington. And, you know, they didn't I, even put Cantor on him? No, they didn't even try to put Cantor in there. Jeez. Why? He would have destroyed Cantor, too. You know, they were saying, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to keep jumping ahead. All right. Anyways. <laughs> we, we Denver need, wins. Save that for that. Uh, well, I mean, Portland. Quick, with Portland, they, yeah. they got rid of a... Uh, Terry, oh yeah, Stotts, they agreed to part ways, and that had to happen. They're letting Dame have a big say in who the next coach is, and that's just thrilling to see. Well, and then you got all the right now. You got all the talk about <laughs> Dame possibly what? Who? The Jason kid. Uh yeah. I mean, whatever. Who knows? I mean, that could work. Jason kids had chances and everything, and then you know, and that's the problem. He's had chances, and nothing happened. Yeah, but the reason why I say it is because now you've been, you've been fired, you've been demoted, you've been, you yeah, know, you maybe you've learned a little something, maybe you realize a few he was things. he might have been. I know he was with the Lakers staff this season. I don't know if he was there when they won. So I mean that could I be thought helpful. He was. Yeah, I thought it was too. But, so I mean that could maybe help him out. But enough of that because I'm more interested. Is is, is Dame going to be gone? Because you go to last year and he's not trying to go nowhere and suddenly he's like i don't know if i can do this anymore i mean just that's the thing you cannot listen to when people say they want to stay someplace even though we want to and even though like i you know i tell him like i love dame for that reason for saying it and for you know why would you want to be a guy who does this and that but i also understand that sometimes you just get frustrated but you need to do something about that too if we're being honest, like he, he's an amazing offensive player. How come his defense ain't got any better? You need to work on that. What about your leadership just on the defensive end or hustling or just doing certain things that are going to get your teammates to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to lead by example. You can't just do it on one side of the ball. 
If your team's going to be a defensive team and you want guys to play, then you're going to have to do some stuff sometimes to, to get them pumped. You know, it's great to hit those big shots. I mean, it's amazing, but you got to do more on both sides. If, since you don't have anybody who's doing it, like maybe other guys, maybe they can get other guys in, but you know, their Achilles heel has, has been defense since he's been there. They've been awful. And we say it every year. They're not going anywhere unless they improve this defense. But they individually need to improve too. And if none of them are trying to do it, then, you know, I mean, what kind of... And I'm not trying to really kill him. I love Dame. So, <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, you have that responsibility too. So if he does end up getting traded and whatever, and then you... You could see people start to be more critical because let's say let's say he does get traded to the Lakers. You know, I was gonna say before, like LeBron, I think his championship window is is done, it's closed. Now, if they got Dame, then obviously you're like, okay, wait a second, maybe it's back open again. You need a player like that. Mm-hmm. But then let's say they didn't get it done. Let's say they got Dame and Dame still didn't win a championship. Then again, I'm gonna sit there and say, well, does that have anything to do with the fact that he doesn't improve his defense? Like, you're doing a lot of great things, but you're still not getting the job done. So how else can you improve as a player? You know, you all greats have to improve. LeBron had to learn how to play in the post, remember? Yeah. You know? And obviously, his outside shooting needed to get a little bit better. It's still not the best, but it's better. Mm-hmm. Or it had been. Maybe it's fallen again. You know, he's getting older. But, you know, you have to improve. And, he, and LeBron did improve on his defense, right? So... Dame just has to improve too. That's all. Anyways, let's get to the last one before we run out. Last one. The Clippers and the Mavs. They're still going after the Clippers (laughs) won their the game last night, which forces game seven, which is taking place tomorrow. The road team has won every Yeah, there hasn't been a single home win. And then watch game seven come around and then the Clippers get the job. Then I'm gonna be upset i know when we both picked dallas and and we're both they, rooting for dallas they almost did it but i mean hey Kawhi finally you know i mean he had a seemed, he made an emphatic statement yeah it seems like it's been two years right since he's done like a huge a, game like that yeah in the playoffs mm-hmm. and you're just like oh hey there he is there's that guy that everybody thought was going to show up and be you know the man for the clippers when they signed him two years ago and is it too little too late are they gonna lose and be gone or is he gonna lift them again and then possibly lift the team uh you know i don't know we'll (laughs) see i'm hoping not obviously we want to see more luca yes i i want to see luca and we would love to just see the clippers go home but i'm all for it's funny, like, I really do like to see teams who, you know, struggle or have been down or been criticized. And, you know, you're like just wondering, you, they're a team that you figured would win. Because, I mean, look at all those great teams that come together, or the super teams. Like, they're considered a super team, even though it's Kawhi and Paul George. You know, but when they got together, it was like, oh, and, you know, they had all the other guys too last year especially so it was like a foregone conclusion everybody thought they were gonna win yeah everybody but us because it's not that easy you don't just throw the talent together and they don't just win 
Sometimes it happens. Most of the time it doesn't, you know, but it could take a year. Sometimes it could take two. Maybe this is the time. Maybe if they get past this series, who knows what happens? Maybe that mm-hmm. switch, you know, they finally flipped it and they figured it out and off they go. Or maybe they lose and they're just the Clippers like they yeah. always are, which is what I think that's what we're all expecting. But I still I'm interested to see. And then obviously if it's Dallas, it's like, oh, you just like I said, you just want to see more Luca. I mean, if you're a basketball fan, how can you not enjoy watching him play? Mm-hmm. It's He's just, just crazy. <laughs> he is unbelievable sometimes. Him, him and Jokic, I enjoy a lot. Just because, you know, they do have some of the Larry Bird stuff in them. You know, I'm not comparing Larry Bird's the goat to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, there no one really compares. <laughs> but you see things occasionally that, that you just go, yeah, that's that's Larry Bird stuff. Like, like they watch Larry Bird. Yeah, he had like, to. That's like a little tribute right there. Yeah, you know that move. So, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that wraps it up for the first round of the playoffs right now. Game seven between those teams tomorrow, and next up we'll look at what the round two matchups are looking like at the moment and our predictions. Boom. I pressed stop like 75 times. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Ah, no. What is happening? Is it still going? What is going on? (laughs) Round two after that interesting ending to it the first one stop recording <laughs> that's that's making the cut <laughs> i know at first like we can edit it out and then we listen to it like nah just leave it nah <laughs> oh, don't man. make a great addition to this episode we'll just leave it in there <laughs> oh, so now talk about mickey mouse <laughs> our operation is mickey mouse lebron james fourth championship mickey mouse Le- according, Le- mickey. according to twitter <laughs> According to Twitter. So funny. <laughs> Love Mickey so clever. Anyway. <laughs> First, well, I'll just get I'll just say this one out of the way because it's the only one that's not determined yet. Utah will face the winner of the Clippers or the Mavericks in the second round. So we won't find that out until Sunday night. So yeah, I mean either one of those. Uh, I don't hmm. because of Utah, just because I again like I have to watch that series. Whatever, whoever it is that they play, I really need to pay attention to them because right now I'm like, it's a toss up because yeah, I haven't watched them enough. I know they're the number one seed, but I've given them no credit all year long and paid no attention to them. So I'll probably pick against them. <laughs> I'm just gonna say toss up because I honestly don't know, but it, it'll be my mission to really pay attention to this next series and then you know it's just harder not knowing who the opponent officially yeah, is yeah but if i say so... clippers it, it doesn't really help i like i said i probably pick the clippers but then again i'm like why would i they're the clippers and then dallas just i would only pick them because of lucas so i can't 
It's a toss-up. Yeah, that's hard. It's the only toss-up I'm going to have. I will choose. I just have no idea. To, to be determined. Uh, no, wait, no, I'm just going to say Utah. I don't know enough about them, and that's just – it's disrespectful. They're the number one seed. They'll get it done. If it's, you heard it here first. If it's the Clippers, I'll go Utah. If it's Dallas, Utah. You just uh, you want Luca to win. I do want Luca to win, but I mean he. Do they have? He enough, could do it. Though? Does Utah have enough? I mean, they got Mitchell and they got Gobert. That's not enough to beat Dallas. We'll find out. I know it might not be. Hey, look, I'm just I'm just trying to support the fact that I said no. Just I'm just gonna go with Utah. That's all. If it's the Clippers, I'll go Utah. If it's the Mavericks, I'm gonna go Mavericks. Hmm. Boom. Said it. Done. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Um, this one will go over to the East because that game one is today. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh, we're just jumping all around. And the <laughs> East and West going all over the place. All right. That's how we do it now. Worldwide. Brooklyn Nets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I'm not just picking Milwaukee because I don't want the Nets to win. But again, after seeing, not realizing the guys that they picked up and seeing who they picked up, I'm like, I like their team dynamic better than I like Brooklyn's. Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. yeah, their three have more talent. And yes, you do have to worry about all three of them being on but even then, they could combine for 80, and you they could still possibly lose. Mm-hmm. Now, they do have other guys, don't get me wrong, but does everybody know their role? They've had so many injuries to each of their guys that roles might not have been completely you know, established. Yeah, exactly. So whereas Milwaukee, from, from watching that series, I was like, oh, they know what they're doing. You know, they've got their stuff all figured out. Whereas Brooklyn doesn't necessarily look like that. It's just, it it seems to me that it's just their talent that's getting over right now. Yeah. Not their overall team play. And I just think that it's going to be too much in this series. I don't think it's going to be a sweep or anything like that. It could go seven. Yeah. But I think Milwaukee's gonna gonna win. I'm gonna go Milwaukee. I I just think Giannis is just on a mission this season. I'm After hoping last year he like in the Miami series, he just wouldn't be denied the series win. And then the rest of the guys, they're playing their roles well in Milwaukee and Brooklyn, you know, I get why they're the favorites. I I still don't believe in them until it happens. I, I've always been that way since they came together. I'm still going to say that until they go all the way and win. When if so, you go matchup wise too, and you think about you know people guarding people, so you know so, you got okay. Holiday possibly on would, Kyrie, yeah, or boom, or, and vice versa, Kyrie trying to guard Holiday. Like Holiday's a really good defender. Yep, Kyrie's not. And then just the way Holiday plays, it's not like he's playing against. You know, Steph, and this isn't anything against Steph. It's just, you know, Holiday doesn't back down. I'm not saying Steph backs down. But remember, Kyrie wanted the ball when Steph was guarding him. 
Yeah. Remember that? That's mm -hmm. how the shot came about, right? Yeah. Because he was like, if you know, when they came out of that huddle for that play, it was if they get the switch that they want, then LeBron's giving it back to Kyrie because Steph's on him. But if Steph wouldn't have switched, LeBron would have been the one to get, to take the shot mm -hmm. because that's how much confidence he had, right? But not that he won't be confident, but he's not going to be that confident with Holiday. Not like that, like, oh, I've got him every time, like anytime I want. And then yeah. Holiday is going to attack him and, you know, mm -hmm. he's relentless. Holiday could put up good points too. And then you got, you know, Portis, Garden, Harden probably. Well, Portis is a big man. No, but he's not. I know he's not he's like, like 6'7. Like 6'8. You have, I would put Middleton on Harden. Middleton, yeah, yeah, Harden, and too. then Giannis on Durant. Yeah, yeah, Giannis. I, I know Portis isn't really tall, but that's like what he plays. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, because you know the way the league is right now. I think the, you know, positions. Yeah, because he's a skinny. Yeah, that's what I. Oh, well, you know, he is 6'10. Why was I thinking he was only 6'7? Oh, I thought it was like 6'8. <clears throat> but he's, you know, he's not big you know I, I, mean? I don't think he has like just i don't know if he's like ever really done that either just in his playing in the league so i don't know if i would try that now yeah no no i i thought he was smaller height wise yeah but, I, I was just thinking drew Kyrie, middleton but Harden. With, but see actually that's a that's even better in a way because with portis being that size you don't have to have because, you know, I mean, you go back to last year, Giannis didn't want – he wasn't demanding to cover and to guard Jimmy. Yeah. You know, and that kind of became an issue. But you can also not make that an issue. You can just have Portis on Durant. Yeah, that's true. And then, I mean, yeah, if Giannis wants to take on that role, yeah, you let him. But you have that option of letting Portis. So I kind of like that even better because, you know, I think – I think most people think Durant's the man there. Yeah. And so if you have a couple options, it's definitely better. And yeah, you could put, you could have Middleton chase around Harden. It's not, I think that they'll cancel each other out in terms of, you know, they're neither as amazing defender. Not that Middleton's going to put up the point total that Harden is, but he can get close. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's just, it's those other guys, you know, just the hard work and, they put on their hard hats and they go to work. I just think Milwaukee's going to take it for that reason. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if the Nets pulled it out. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of talent. Will they be able to do what, you know, the Clippers haven't been able to do and really put it together and get their, you know, like you said, get their roles all established and get the job done because they're going to need that to get past the Bucks. Yeah. Should and be then, a good series, though. Yes, we didn't I can't watch wait. Brooklyn and and Boston, but we're going to be watching Milwaukee and Brooklyn. The 76ers will be taking on Trey Young and the Hawks. This one, I like Atlanta. I I'm I like go Atlanta Philly. a lot, but especially if Embiid's healthy. I don't. If he's not healthy, I still have a hard time picking against Philly in this series. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like how they match up. Yeah, Atlanta with Philly. I want to be wrong. I. I got a notification than, about 
Embiid saying, you know, they're going to test, like, it does look like he has a small meniscus tear, and they're going to have to, like, work him out to determine if he could play. I would just, series. yeah, I was just going to say, I would just have him sit game one and see what happens. Yeah. You know, if they take game one, then you sit him for game two. If they take game two, then you just let him rest until you lose. Then when you lose, and then you, I mean, maybe, maybe if you're, if you're panicking, if you're not panicking, if you, if it was a close game and you like the way you play, then all right, you even go down 0-2 before you, you know, put him back in. But I would, I would wait and see if the other guys can get it done, mm-hmm. which, you know, they just finished the job against, you know, the bullets <laughs> and, uh, are, I mean, yes, the Hawks are better than the bullets, but I'm, I'm, I'm owning it. Uh, but going on, are they that much better? You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think Philly can get it done without it. I want Atlanta to beat them because that would be great. But I just, I just think no matter if MB plays or not, yeah, Philly's too strong. I'm going Philly. And then last but not least, Denver Nuggets in the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so uh, you know I'm picking Denver because that's the team I got going. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way. And I and I love what some of their guys have done. You know. Taking, taking you know the the place of Murray and also just stepping up and the things that they've been able to do. But they made a good point on inside the NBA about Aiton guarding Jokic and how this is going to be maybe Jokic's toughest matchup. And I, I think there's truth to that, but I also think he's so young still that Jokic could just totally school him. But I understand why they're like... It could be like uh, Hakeem and Shaq in exactly, the finals out one year. Exactly. It could just be like he embarrassed When what, Shaq so was bad. in like his... Second year. Second or third, third year. year. Yeah, so I mean... Like, I mean, I watched that series. It was... He did totally own him. But at the same time, it was like... He was young, you know? And I, I think Hakeem's better. I do. But I, I do wonder... If that was Lakers Shaq during the three P MVP Shaq, does it look the way it did? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think so, but I still think it seems better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that being said, this could be the same thing where he just destroys Aiden, and then Aiden still turns out to be an amazing player. Yeah, know? but. <sighs> This one is tough, but like I said, I'm I'm going with Denver because I already picked them. I'm gonna go Denver too. I they got the MVP. They got the they got the MVP. They got MPJ who showed he could step up. Phoenix, you know, they did a good job taking down the Lakers. They're going, you know, farther than I expected them to. But it's still, you know, this is <laughs> This is part of what's haunted, uh, like Chris Paul in particular. Second round, is yeah. that your max? Is that it? You know, or or is Booker, Booker gonna just gonna up? come alive again? Maybe that's maybe he puts them over the top. Maybe they get it done. It's gonna be close. I think it'll be a good series. Right now, I'll give the nod to the Nuggets. Yeah, I think it'll be a good series too. I mean, just like you know, Portland got a game and maybe should have got two. Portland did get two. 
Or they? Oh yeah, that's right. They did get two. They were. Oh yeah, they were trying to push it to seven. So yeah, I can easily see Phoenix getting two or it being seven games. Yeah. But I just think Denver's gonna. Hey, no, obviously Chris Paul. Remember, Chris Paul got hurt too, early on in the Lakers series. So you gotta wonder if he's a hundred percent yet. I think maybe as the series goes on, maybe he gets there. But I don't know if he is entering the series. That's true, you know, and I don't know if anybody on Denver, you know, other than obviously we know Murray's been gone, but I, I thought it was so funny when I was watching inside the NBA, they were talking about, I don't know, actually I was listening, I was watching Jalen and Jacoby and I actually, oh, really? <laughs> actually thought it was funny because they were like, nobody was talking about Denver, just me and you. And I'm like, uh... I know nobody listens to our podcast, but <laughs> I've been on Denver since the You bubble. were talking about Denver. And, and I was talking about, you know, what he did without Murray this whole time. And they were mentioning it. And he was like, what he's done without Murray is amazing. And, and people need to realize this. And they were talking about how unstoppable Jokic is and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I've been saying this. So, so Jalen Rose, <laughs> you better give me some respect. No, I'm just kidding. You better listen to our multiverse. I mean, hey, quick, you're uh, missing out. Quick bit of info for you. Jalen right here is uh, actually named after Jalen Rose. Boom. That's my guy. <laughs> but yeah. all people ever talk about is how Kobe dropped 81 on him. So, Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear me talk about that because Jalen Rose yeah, is I know. awesome. He was just such a good, solid player. Yeah, One of those guys you need on your team, of course. He didn't ever win. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but hey. He was on them wrong but teams. He was a solid, solid guy still. That hasn't changed that. Oh man. But yeah, I think that wraps it up, right? That wraps up the That's second uh round. playoffs. So we got you know. Philly, Milwaukee. That would be a great Eastern Conference final. I know. If, right. If Embiid's healthy. If if he's not, then man, and and Milwaukee wins. Even if just say if Brooklyn wins, and somehow the Sixers still get out of there, get out of the second round, but Embiid's not healthy. Just, oh, man. In, or if it's even the Hawks, it's like Brooklyn or the Bucks are probably sweeping Yeah, to get to the finals. That's crazy to think about. And then in the West, you know, we don't really know the one matchup. But, like, to me now, especially with the Lakers gone, I'm like, it's Denver's. And, I mean, I'll probably... It's, it's obviously a possibility I'll be wrong, but I just keep looking at it and going, well, now, who's stopping them? Like, who's stopping Jokic? Mm-hmm. I just don't see anybody. <laughs> and if those, if those role players on that team keep playing the way they've been playing, and that's, that's what you need them to do. Yeah, and they did it. I know it's only one round, and you could say, "Oh, it was just against Portland, and their defense sucks." And da 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 da. But you need that confidence, right? You need that confidence in your guys and in your teammates to that you know that they can step up and make some plays. And and yeah, mm-hmm. and again, then you have a guy as good as Jokic, and it's just like, uh. and then you know, other teams they don't always, and other stars don't always step up. So yeah. It, it lines up well. But I think the stuff that could happen in the East is more intriguing than what could happen in the West. You know? I guess for me. Because if it ended I, up being I just Phoenix like that, and Utah, 
it it what's it becomes you know now like that we can officially say okay LeBron's out of the race though it makes it more you know like you have the favorites but it makes it more unpredictable and exactly for the Who's playoffs it makes up? it a lot funner when you tune in and it's like I don't really know who could take it who's gonna step up who's gonna be the next guy yeah you just reminded me what we were talking about it, I don't know if we talked about it on the pod last in the week, west or that if is me and you were just talking about it we were talking about what's that next group you know LeBron's time is even if it's not like I think it's shut maybe it's not What's that next team? Yeah. To be the team for a couple of years. There might be a transition team. Maybe it's only one or two years. Somebody's great. Is it Brooklyn? Who's the uh, bad boy Pistons? Yeah. <laughs> is it right? Is it Denver? Or is Denver going to, you know, or, or actually let's go with Utah. Is it Utah? Do they, do they get it done for a year or two? Is it Phoenix? Does Chris Paul get one? You know? Or is it Denver? Like I see Denver as more of a team that could be it for a longer stretch. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would need to know the contract situations for like Philly and for the Bucks. But could it be one of them? Like I could see Philly maybe one year because again, because of Envy's injuries, maybe he gets healthy enough and they win it this year and then they just don't ever win it again. Like that could happen. But yeah, like you said, it's just very intriguing because it's like, who's going to take it now? And what does it mean for the NBA's future? What's the next team? I think the only disappointing outcome would be if Brooklyn did win. Yeah, well, for us, because we don't want... Besides like for Brooklyn fans, I don't think there's a lot of other fans. Just fans of those players. If you're a Harden fan, then yeah. If you're a Durant fan, then yeah. Like we were talking about like this brass you know, just next future guy stuff. But then it's just Harden, Kyrie, and Durant. It's like, oh. See, that's why I don't think they're not uh, like, they're not the next future guys. They're, yeah. They're, they'd like, be you, like, you that's what I'm saying. You kind of want to see that with like, you know, even with, you know, I wanted LeBron to go, but he didn't go. So you want to see who's going to be the new guys. But it's just those yeah. guys who we've seen. Well, are not Harden, but the exactly. other guys. That's and why it should, you want- And it'd just be like, uh, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, and then if you're a Phoenix and a Utah, except let's just say that it's the well, it's not the one and two seeds, but they're, they're yeah, they are. are. No, no, no. Is Milwaukee the two? Oh, no, no, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Philly ah. and Milwaukee, but then I'm like, no, they're the three. But there are two top teams. So, so for us, if you had Philly versus Milwaukee in the East, and then you had Utah and Phoenix in the West. Now, you're obviously going to automatically kind of go with what we would automatically be like, oh, whoever's coming out of the East is going to win. Just because of the, you know, the talent, right? But if you're a Phoenix fan or a Utah fan, right now you're feeling great. You know, you're Phoenix. You're the ones that sent the Lakers home. You're the number two seed. And like you said, everything's wide open. If you're Utah, you're like these these guys have been dissing us all year, everybody. And then one of those teams that didn't even really believe in us is gone. You know? mm-hmm. And now we're just going to blow, you know, blow out everybody. Maybe <laughs> that that's their goal. I know their mindset. Yeah. Blow everybody out, get to the finals and, you know, earn that respect. And that is exciting. Like I said, I don't know as much about their team, but, I'm looking forward to these 
these second round matchups because this is when you really start to pay attention to if you weren't already you know and like i said i wait until the second half of the season of the playoffs and if i don't believe in a team i'm not paying any attention to them so i wasn't paying attention to phoenix and i wasn't paying attention to utah but now it's like oh you have got my attention you've earned the respect that you've you've obviously deserved Mm -hmm. you know and so now i would love to see i mean again because Denver's in it, I'm always going to be going Denver because I'm just, that's just the team I think is going to do it. But if it's not going to be Denver, then yeah, why not Phoenix? Why not Utah? What, yeah. Why do I care? I just want to see somebody celebrate in some teams that nobody believed in, get it done. And maybe it's only for one year. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's see it's it. It's fun. Exactly. It's new. Anyways, Listen to this. That's enough basketball. But anyway. Talk. We got some pro wrestling to get to. Yeah, a little bit. There's a f- fun stuff to talk about, but also yeah. some interesting stuff to talk about. Up next, let's see if this will stop. Over to the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> it's all elite wrestling's double or nothing. He didn't work for them. <laughs> the third annual double or nothing pay-per-view event is in the books so we got to recap what happened got to mister to start out the night uh hangman adam page took the win against brian cage oh they had a i guess team Taz try to get involved to help cage but something happened and ended up backfiring and brian cage was a little bit ticked off so i mean some cracks in the foundation of Team Taz. Oh, yeah. Get Brian Cage with Christian Cage. <laughs> and Hangman Adam Page inside a steel cage. And Ethan Page. And Ethan Page, refereed by Diamond Dallas Page. No, managed. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like a couple of memes about that, with just all their names and everything. Like They got to do that one time. That'd be hilarious. Even if it's just for a match. Yeah, just one match randomly. Just just for the memes. <laughs> just just do it one time. The first ever match <laughs> for the memes. <laughs> the Young Bucks retained the AEW tag titles against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Good. Thank goodness. And it was a great match. I liked what everyone pulled out. And I was happy to see the right team win, in my opinion. Crowd was really into it, of course. Since, you know, their first show with... Golf Club. Or second show, I think, with the full crowd back. I know. That, honestly, the They crowd, were going to be live for the, the rest of the show. The crowd thing's so. annoying me already. But, okay, because we go back to the NBA and you got people throwing stuff. You got people doing all that, you know, just nonsense. You know, trying to run on the court and all this stuff. Like, what are you idiots doing? It's been this long, and you're already starting to be morons. And then in wrestling, you know, they just they cheer for everything, and it's like, okay, that's great, but you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> like, like, I'm already annoyed with crowds, and we haven't even. It's it's been what two weeks? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Like, oh gosh, like don't cheer everything. And then the. Casino Battle Royale to determine the future challenger for the AEW title. No, it wasn't Christian. That one, like we tried to talk about last week. It was Jungle Boy. Oh, we didn't try. We talked about it. We, we tried to put it out there. It didn't happen. Put it out in the universe. Yeah, he did the little 
like I, I, he did the thing at the end of the match where he, you know, he came in with Jungle Boy, you know, just being a good sport, telling him to go get the belt, yada yada yada. Which they they set up a tag match with the two they had on this last Dynamite the other night. And I love Jungle Boy. He's one of my favorites in AEW. He should be. He should probably be champion down the line in the future in this company. Didn't like him winning here. A champion. What do you mean? You mean the AEW champion or TNT he, It could be. Or it, I could see TNT champion too. I just. But I was just curious on what you meant there exactly because, <clears throat> like, I like Jungle Boy too a lot, but I'm not sure. Just because I like it would, somebody, it would I don't depend. always think that anybody is worthy to be the world champion. And I'm not sure if I feel like Jungle Boy is world champion material. At least I don't feel that way right now. TNT champion, yeah, or or tag team champion, absolutely. You know, I don't think everybody should be world champion. And yeah, like I said, right now I don't feel that way. That's why I was curious what championship match. Do they get? Is it any, or is it the world championship? Yeah, he he's challenging Kenny, and so that's why I think is weird, is because he just lost to Darby a couple weeks ago on Dynamite for mm-hmm. the TNT title, and then you have him go over and he's fighting Kenny. Like, I don't, I don't think the timing was right to do that. I don't mind people getting anybody who deserves a title match should get the match. We there's so many people in you know like. WWE history, you know, that we we're always like, how come this guy never even challenged for the title? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm glad he's getting it from that perspective. But I just think when he just lost a couple weeks back to Darby for the TNT, there's no way you give him a world title match already. Like that doesn't, that's, that's bad booking. I'm sorry. And you could say, oh, the crowd popped hard. And again, this is the reason why I'm talking about crowds. You know, the crowds are back and look how hard they pop for something that shouldn't have happened right now because they just want to pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not everything is fair. actually pop. I, I get it. You know, I mean, if it, hey, if it's a good match and you're enjoying the match, enjoy the finish, that's fine. You know, I have no problem with that. You, you're caught up in it and you're enjoying yourselves. But when you really talk about it, it's like, not that I don't even think Christian needed to win we wanted him to win and everything like that but it's same thing with like money in the bank like some does randy orton need to win money in the bank no but he did right did, yeah you know so does christian need to to win that match well no we just thought that that's the way they were going to go to kind of speed up the possibility of that feud to get that title match out of the way or you know maybe him having a championship run already like we said within the first year but it's still early in this first year for him. Yeah. So it's still fine. I it's I would weird figure that Jungle Boy won. That's all. Yeah. So now I'm I'm thinking you know because they're not gonna wait you know so long for this title match. It'll be I don't think they announced a date yet, but it'll be sooner rather than later before their uh, all out pay per view, which is the next one, and that's not until September, I think. So I would figure that would be when Christian. If they plan on him having a match with Kenny, now that he didn't win this battle royal, it's probably going to be there. But and I'm still then, wondering if it's going to be, you know, Eddie fighting him. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that's potentially. a possibility. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I didn't necessarily like Jungle Boy winning 
even though I really like Jungle Boy. <laughs> yeah. So. But it is what it is. We move on. I guess it's just because you know he's not going to win. Yeah. And that's the Him main especially. reason. It, you're like, it'll probably, it, it'll probably be a great match. Oh, it will. It will Jungle Boy is going to do some awesome stuff. But he's not going to win. And so that's kind of why you kind of go, oh, okay, congrats, but you're not going to win. Uh, Cody Rhodes got the win over Anthony Agogo. It was it was fine. Woo-hoo. The match wasn't. If I'm being honest with the matches I watched, it was probably the weakest one on the show. But it was fine. It was. I thought Agogo looked good, so it did its job in my eyes. I don't even know who I, it is. I don't think so. a lot of a lot of people are getting on Cody about it. But okay, it's whatever. Congratulations. Uh, I mean. They- I did see his outfit that he came out in. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, we got to mention that. So, yeah. I mean. I Wait, Cody? Yes. That's probably yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. From, you know, we didn't, I didn't watch the match. But his outfit he came in. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> Channeling his, you know, Apollo Creed and Rocky Four. Yeah. Uh, Miro retained the title against Lance Archer. It was a, it was a pretty good match. Lance Archer can do some things I didn't expect him to be able to do going on the rope and doing friggin' moonsaults. Oh, you know, because WWE wouldn't let him. Yeah. <laughs> However many years ago he was in the company. <laughs> How dare you, WWE? A decade ago. Well, yeah. Good for Miro retaining. Like I said, I liked what they did. Who cares? Nice performance, Lance. <laughs> Good stuff. And then Britt Baker... Became the woman's champion, defeating Karashita. Surprise, surprise. Heck yeah. I was so happy. Although, it was a great, it was a good match overall. I did have one big problem when Britt's, uh, she has like her friend out there. I yeah. think his name is Rubble. She has like the crutch or whatever. She tried to use it on Sheeta, but Sheeta ducked and she hit Britt, Britt Baker. And the ref is like looking and watches it, but doesn't do anything just because. Like, you know, that's it was accidental because she was trying to hit Cheetah. Maybe she's like, and, or maybe the ref is like, well, that's your friend. Yeah. But, you know, but, I know what you mean. But hold on. Are we are you thinking that way? Because that's the WWE way. You know what I mean? Like in WWE, if somebody interferes with the match almost any way, shape or form, it's a disqualification. Yeah. Right? And a- they're kind of lighter in AEW. You so might say, I see what you're saying. He could be saying that's your friend. So he's not going to disqualify because your stupid plan backfired. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so that I, you know, at the time I kind of saw and I was like, wait, what the heck? You were right there. Maybe not though. You know, maybe in two weeks you're going to watch Dynamite and the same thing happens with somebody else. Yeah. They disqualify and then you're going to. And then I'll be like, okay, now there's a problem. (laughs) It's just wrestling. But right now. Inconsistencies. Even with that, I, you know, I don't really care too much because i just wanted brit to win and the rest of the match is really good so cool done brit's the champ let's well deserved yes let's make this a great reign and really get the women's division elevated even more and then sting and darby allen of course they won in their match against page and scorpio sky jeez sting Good, good things about sting Jeez, he was, he did not hold back. They, like, literally from the jump, they 
came out during their entrance and like attacked them straight away. So he wasn't holding him and I think it was Scorpio Sky ended up on the ramp and he took a suplex up there. And then like he got up right away and delivered a crossbody to them off of the whatever stuff they had set up. I'm like, geez, he was going all out. Yeah, which I heard is they like said when he went to the back after the match, it, everybody was giving him a standing O and just going crazy. I'm like, that's that's really cool. But that's I cool. mean, I, look, I think I guess we could be at the stage now where it's kind of like when Daniel Bryan came back and even when Edge came back, where we were really nervous, like, oh, you guys, please don't do yeah. this. And now you're at the point where you know you're like, hey, I mean, he looks great. He's confident. Yeah, I, I you're, watched you're it. You're pretty sure he's got to be, you know, seeing a doctor or some sort of specialist. Yeah. Or the regular who's, you know, or even just their medical teams. And they're like, no, you're good. So, hey, you know, hats off. And I'm just going to enjoy it now. And I'm not going to. You kind of see it. You watch him go through the match. Nothing happened. He was going 100%. Nice. Nice. Good job. I'm happy for you. Good match. Kenny Omega retained the AEW title, of course, in a triple threat match against Pack and Cassidy. I know. Like, again. Not surprised, no. but I enjoyed the match a lot. I love watching Kenny Omega wrestle. He's just really good. So good on you. Good on you. Yeah, hey, I got nothing to say about that one. <laughs> and then, of course, the stadium, the stadium Stampede did main event the show. The inner circle got the win against and it was the taped. pinnacle. Well, yeah, the first part. Because then they came out at the end in front of the crowd. So, so it was a totally tape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you I, see, I, did you see like Conan's cameo? Mm -mm. They were like in some part of the stadium. I think like the bar or whatever. And he was like the DJ or something. I thought that was funny that he was there. I saw the only thing I saw about that match was the Urban Meyer Charlie Strong stuff. Oh yeah, they went into that area, and I'm like, okay, like I, yeah, like, I don't really have anything to say about that match either. They got the win. <laughs> it was fine. I liked what I saw. Cool. It was. I I enjoyed watching the show. So good. Good work, AEW. Good. I. The only thing I'll say is, I don't believe I missed anything. <laughs> so yeah, in terms like the so result, in go. terms of the results and stuff. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then last quick note about AEW, uh, Andrade is officially with the company. He I showed saw up that on their show last night. See, and that could be something for, you know, their big pay per view. Mm -hmm. He's already got something set up with Omega in AAA. Uh, a little bit later this year. And now he's with AEW. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, but now... Really interesting because he's awesome. Yeah. And now over to WWE. <laughs> the other day... I like how you talk about this. It cracks me up. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talk about these guys. Again. I don't even get... I don't even think this is that big of a deal, but... Go ahead. <laughs> I don't understand why everybody's so shocked about this, but go ahead. I, I just don't like certain people got cut. More releases. Again. Okay, go ahead. Just were made. Uh, Braun Strowman 
has been released. His is not on, one. On. on. Let's name all the names first. Okay. And then we'll just... Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Murphy, and Santana Garrett. Okay, only two deserve any kind of shock, in my opinion, and that's Alistair Black and Ruby Riot. Now, Murphy? Shock? After they let him beat Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins? How long ago was that? Shock? No, I'm not shocked at all. I'm I'm shocked I'm he wasn't disappointed before in Murphy, at when least. he was gone after the whole, you know, when he was off TV after the whole, you know, Mysterio stuff and, yeah. and the Seth stuff. And then he wasn't on TV, like just suddenly for nothing. Like, I'm surprised he came back. I'm more surprised that he was back than he got released now. Like, that didn't, that didn't surprise me. Braun doesn't surprise me because of all the ups and downs that he yeah, had. I'm not career. really on about Braun. Like, I guess it's surprising in just the sense that you're just like, you know, he had been in championship match recently and all that, like, yeah. I guess, but I'm not really surprised because again, you would hear all the time how he was in the doghouse for something. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. The only reason I'm surprised with Alistair Black is because, and I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am because he was so talented. Like, when you talk about talent and can't miss and how people react to a person and all these things, I'm like, how can you not see what you have with him? Mm-hmm. And same thing with Ruby Riot. In the women's division, she could be one of the best. And she was. You know, the Riot Squad was the best tag team. Yeah. I don't care if they ever got the titles or not. When you see them work together, they were the best tag team. You could have had them, you know, just... Just feuding, they could have been your, you know, your Usos or your New Day yeah. of the women's division. They could have just been that good, and then she could have went out and also been someone who's having great championship level matches with the best women out there. Yep. But everybody else on the the list doesn't surprise me because, you know, I mean, Lana, I thought they did pretty good. Lana, with her I, in terms of, yeah, um, yeah. yeah the whole putting her through the table stuff and kind of giving her some redemption and coming back. But, you know, she's they one did. of those... She's kind of one of those older school, you know, uh, diva generation type wrestlers. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I can see why they were like, now nah, we don't... Putting you in the matches, it, it kind of, in a sense, hurts the division because it seems like everything has to slow down a little bit for lana which i was also just like she got better yeah she was working really really hard to get better i'm not trying to criticize i'm just saying i don't i don't i'm not surprised by the move like but i hey i'm all for like like, i was only a little bit because even marie's back and everybody's kind of that and i don't have a problem with. (laughs) i don't have a problem just like i wouldn't have a problem with them keeping lana and her being in matches i'm fine with it i'm just not surprised they were these that, she was in matches. That was the thing. She she and Naomi, they had just paired them up, and they had been on TV a lot. Exactly. In so tag team it's matches. It's weird, but not surprising. And then Murphy, I'm just like, why wasn't he on TV when you were willing to do this and this? And then it's both times, it seemed like after it happened, he was just gone. The way I look at it, and I don't, this is the other reason why I don't understand why people are so mad about this stuff. If you're mad about how they were booked, well, now you don't have to worry about it because they're not in WWE anymore. You don't have to worry about how WWE books them. Now they can go somewhere else and possibly mm-hmm. get booked better. 
And right. if they are as great as we think they are, then they're going to excel somewhere else. So why are we mad about this? And why do people just always attack WWE about it? You know, like you see CM Punk, like talk about how stupid they are and they're oh. trash and they're garbage. And you see all these people say, how can you do this and how can you do that? And it's like, what's it matter? Like, wouldn't you rather them let them go than keep wasting them? I would. I would rather see... I would rather see them get released than just keep wondering, why is Murphy not on TV? Mm -hmm. Why is Aleister Black not on TV? Now I don't have to worry about it because he's not there anymore and he's going to show up probably in AEW. Probably. <laughs> you know? And then you get to see him and possibly see him just be great. And so the other reason why I think these things happen, and I was talking to you about this when it all went down, is I think that WWE, because of everything that AEW has done, I think even though WWE isn't going to say this, the whole New Japan stuff, and they're trying to get a collaboration with New Japan, and just everything AEW has done has made WWE try to get proactive. Not Because with the Monday Night Wars, they kind of waited too long before they did anything. Yeah. Until they fell way behind. But now they're not behind yet. They're still ahead. But, you know, wise. it's dwindling. But, yeah, it's dwindling and they see their ratings falling. And AEW's ratings is not like they're jumping up through the roof. But WWE's ratings are falling and people are talking about AEW. Yep. And I think they're just trying to be proactive. And I know people say, well, you don't do that by letting these guys go. But if they didn't see anything in these guys, then why keep them? They want to... They got their guys, and then they got other guys, you know, NXT guys like Adam Cole and stuff like that. Baby. Karrion Cross that they want to push. And and then, again, this if this New Japan thing works out, they're just – they're trying to get a jump. I think people are looking at it wrong. Now, look, they could totally screw it up. Of course they can. It's WWE. They can totally screw it up. But they can also – again – like we want to talk about all the times they screw up, but what about all the times they don't? Mm -hmm. That's why they have been the top company for how long? My whole life, basically, <laughs> yeah. other than you know the short run that Nitro had, which I I loved that by the way. <laughs> I was a WCW guy during that stretch. I was a WWE kid or WWF kid, and then I was a WCW uh, you know teenager, young man, and then you know back to being WWE guy. And now I'm just like, I just want wrestling, but I can see it because I've seen it go, you know, I've seen WWE go up and down so many times that it doesn't surprise me that they're at this stage that they're at. And it won't surprise me if they do something amazing and then they get, you know, right back on top. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if they don't either because times have just changed. And maybe it is totally time for Vince to just be gone. Yeah, we'll see mm -hmm. what happens. So anyways, we talked way too much about that. I do. <laughs> My bad. I mean, it's good to talk about it. I mean, we, that's, that's why we're here. Well, as long as I don't know how many more notes you got to go over. And I just have, there are just some announcements for, oh, okay. like, so Hell in a Cell, uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre are set. To have a match again. <laughs> I saw people be mad about that, and I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm not even. I I put out my tweet about it. Maybe I'll get on after this. But anyway, 
Bailey and Bianca Belair are going to have another match as well for the SmackDown Women's title. Although they didn't say if they either of them would be in Hell in a Cell or not. So I'm wondering, you know, they might just wait for that or I don't know what's going on there. We shall see. Uh, TakeOver, they got four matches announced. All from this past episode. So I'll save the big one for last. So you got uh, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. Oh, Should be boy. good. I'm loving the whole stuff with Ted and you know, you're kind of wondering like where was this really going? And then they threw an LA Knight uh the couple weeks ago, and you're like, okay, some direction, another person. Boom, a match could come out of this actually. So we got that there. And nice, then nice. the women's title match, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Oh, I like she that. Did get that match because I saw her call her out, but then Dakota Kai attacked her. Yeah, first Raquel came out and they brawled for a minute, and then they got separated and Dakota jumped her. And then I I knew that they had a match, but I didn't. I didn't know the results. And then uh, Mercedes Martinez is going to face uh, Zia Lee. I remember they did something with like when Zia Lee kind of like got her character change it was they did this thing where she got like some mark on her hand and you know they have their weird group going on or whatever so they did the mark thing on mercedes martinez and then this week they showed zaya lee re-watching like her first ever match which was in the mayon classic against martinez like four years ago and like martinez being all like disrespectful to her and stuff okay. so she's like trying to get like, she wants to get back at her. So I was like, oh, there actually is something to this. I, I thought this was weird, but that makes sense, actually. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I don't really care. <laughs> and then, not to be mean, I just, those, those two I'm not that interested in. At least right now. I guess, it, you know, it has to start there's somewhere, time, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it has to start somewhere. Just right now, I'm just kind of like, all right. <laughs> and then the NXT championship oh, match will be in a fatal five-way. Five-way? Five people. What? Karrion Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole. So now, you know, you were talking Woo! about the other day about them fast-tracking Cross to the main roster. And I'm like, this definitely could be the way they do it because yep. you don't want him to lose. He's not losing one-on-one -on -one to any of those guys. No. And so the only way it's going to happen is in something like this. But then, you know, you can also be like, well, how come they're not putting Adam Cole on the main roster yet? You know what I mean? So it's, it's going to be an interesting situation. Yeah. It's going to be a, I, really maybe they match. both come up after this. Maybe it's Pete, Johnny or Kyle that get the belt somehow. Well, you know, again, like with Kyle, I didn't, I was always wondering how they were going to get the, if they were going to make him NXT champion, how? Because I didn't really see him. I didn't see him beat, you know, he couldn't beat Finn. He wasn't going to beat Karrion. And if, I guess if you put the belt on Cole, you could have him beat him because, you know. That's true. But. They could do that. But I just don't really, I don't think that's a good idea. And so, you know, who's he going to beat with those guys on the roster? But like you said, if he wins this match and then those two get called up and yeah, you still have, you know, Finn there, but even Finn, like, didn't he, 
Didn't he tweet out something the other day that had people thinking? He he could go back up. Yeah, I think because I think it's there was like a rumor back up. about talk like just talking about it or whatever. He was in an interview, I think, and someone asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'd be cool with going back up and like taking on like his old like rivals as like the prince, Finn Balor." Exactly. So you could see again with all those releases. And with what maybe they're looking at is we're bringing these guys up. Or maybe they're just looking to really make NXT. You know, we talked about it before, the third brand, but they didn't really make it because they they, they didn't put them in Survivor yeah, Series. Yeah, they didn't put them in Survivor Series. It's like, if you want this to be the third brand, then make it the third brand. But if you're not, then some of these guys that are down here, you need to bring up and you need to do things with them. And maybe that's what they're about to do. So. Mm-hmm. We're going to see, you know, wouldn't it be awesome at SummerSlam if you're seeing, you know, Finn back up against somebody or Adam Cole or Karrion Cross, you know, like wouldn't. Yeah. Doesn't that bring a lot of excitement? So mm-hmm. does, Something does new. Us. But yeah, I mean, I could see. I mean, it'd be cool for Pete Dunn to get it, to be that honest. That was. I, I would love Pete Dunn. I mean, Johnny to too, it. but Johnny's had it. Even yeah. if it was just for a second. <laughs> Johnny, he had the moment. He's I love Johnny Gargano. He's great, but he doesn't need it. To so, be, yeah. he'll, he'll probably take the pin, to be quite honest. Like, looking at the field, he might be the one that ends up taking the pin. Maybe. We'll see. But, yeah, that should be a good one. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward the to it. The promo with Cross and Adam Cole was crazy. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Like I, I saw even Pat McAfee was like tweeted out something about you know he says his, <laughs> he said like he always has to make fun of Adam Cole at first, but yeah. then he's like that might be the promo of the year or something like that. It was really good. Nice. I yeah. loved it. All right. You got any notes from it? I don't have any notes from okay. it. I would just say check it out. <laughs> just look it up. It was great. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I should have. All right. Just for the heck of it. Any more wrestling notes? Nope. That's about it. All right. Up next, and to finish it off, we'll talk a little bit of MCU and any NFL if we got any NFL talk. If. Anything? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. So once again, it's not like I got a lot of MCU stuff to talk about this week. Just, you know, Loki starts in a couple days, and just talk about how much we love that character. I mean, come on. He's been here since the first Thor movie. Yep. He's like that main villain in the Avengers. You got what he did. And it's funny. Everyone hates Thor Dark World, but I love Loki in that one, especially because, you know, he he's locked up and then his, you know, mom dies. And then like, he's just messed up and then he does all the stuff him and thor do the stuff together and then you think he dies yeah and then at the end you know he had taken over for for odin but then you don't see that actually happen until ragnarok then you see him you know thor finally goes back to asgard and loki's being odin and it's just like oh it's so good it's just great stuff like his his arc is great but I do want to see him beat. That's the one thing I guess that I'm having a problem with, and I'm hoping they don't do it with Zemo too. Is like, so with Loki became such a fan favorite that 
he's basically a good guy now. He's not even really an anti, you know, hero or anything. He's more just a like he's just you know hero. he's gonna get his own show and you know he's gonna be the main character. You're the one we're gonna see and probably want to portray him as you know wanting to succeed. Whatever he's gonna have to. But you go can through. do that even when he's but, a villain. Like you can still tell a villain story and be fine. But I don't think that's you know the Disney way. And that's like I said, with Zemo, like if you take Zemo in Falcon and Winter Soldier, people are laughing and rooting for him and all the, they want to watch an hour of him dancing and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> the Zemo cut this is Zemo. Now, granted, I'm not necessarily complaining because I do love the characters and I love the actors, you know, portraying them. You know, Daniel Brühl is Zemo and uh, Tom Hiddleston is is Loki and they're amazing. But they're villains. You know, I want them to be villains at the end of the day. So I'm wondering if this series is going to somehow get him back to being, you know, the villain Loki and not just like, oh, that's the word brother Loki and we all love Loki. Like we can still like villains and they be villains. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and same with Zemo. It's like we've, again, like, a lot of people say, oh, he's still a villain. Well, he is. And you're not, I mean, he blew up the guys or, or his, his evil Alfred Butler did, but you know, still his work. But then he's talking about, he's not going to kill Bucky anymore. And you're like, okay. I mean, his whole thing in the movies was just to stop the super soldiers or in civil war and in Falcon War soldier. So then what's going to be his thing afterwards? Oh, is he going to lead the Thunderbolts? But what's his, What's his thing now? Is he a villain anymore or is he just a hero now? And I kind of, I want, I want good villains and I want them to stay villains. Hopefully yeah. with Taskmaster and, uh, and Black Widow, we, we get him we to, get that. To, to stay a villain. Speaking of which, I'm wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> but anyways, I am, oh, we're so looking forward to watching this and, you know, by the time the good thing about that, the series two coming out on Wednesdays is when we finally watch it, because we're not going to watch it until Friday nights. But when we come to talk about it on the pod, we can actually talk about it because it's been days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we don't got to we don't gotta, like like early on in Falcon and Winter Soldier. We had to worry about. Yeah, we started you know. being it and then, you know, being nervous. And then we're like, nobody listens to this anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, and they right. still don't. So I guess it wouldn't have to be worried anyway. But I still, I do have a problem with it. Like if we had a lot of listeners, I would not spoil things because it does bother me. I get mad when I see spoilers. Yeah. But we will always try to say, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the episode. So that way people can turn it off. That's the one good thing about these pods is you can always skip ahead and you can, or you just don't have to listen to a segment, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you got, you know, speaking of the Taskmaster, you know, Black Widow is out July 9th. So, you know, a month from Loki debuting, yep. Black Widow comes out and, you know, like we talked about, we're, we're going to be premiere access on Disney+. Plus. We're not going to the theaters, but I can't wait and... Something else that kind of transitioned into that is, so I want to talk about Avengers Campus opening up at Dis Disneyland. Yeah. Well, we just watched a little, you know, well, you didn't watch it, but 
Uh, there is a video I watched, but it wasn't what you the saw. the opening thing, and it showed them, you know, it's like, oh, the heroes in the campus will be, you know, doing things, soaring overhead or doing, you know, whatever. Like, they show Spider-Man. Like He's on, like, a building. Across, you know, yeah, and just, like, catapulting 80 feet in the air and, mm -hmm. you know, scaling down the walls and stuff. But they also showed, they said that they'd be fighting villains sometimes, and they showed Black Panther fighting the Taskmaster. And I was like, that's awesome. Whoa, like, I, nice. I want to see that so bad. So yeah, just a lot of cool stuff. And then another thing that I thought is awesome is, you know, they showed that not only is they're going to have Captain America there, but they're going to have Captain America's Sam Wilson. They're going to have yeah. you know, the new Cap, the, the Cap of today is, is now, you know, Sam Wilson. That's but what's up. He also said, don't be surprised if you see uh other characters from the new movies and the disney plus series appearing and so you know me i'm like oh <laughs> tell me u.s agent's gonna be there i am going to be decked out in my u.s agent stuff when we're down there right but like that would oh, be amazing i'm wearing this tank today i'm wearing this tank like bring out john walker i'm be getting pictures with the sam wilson captain america <laughs> with my u.s agent stuff he's gonna, gonna be, be like really john welcome like for real now can you go get him is he here you need to go get him i mean I'll, I'll take a picture with you but i mean you know if you can go get a u.s agent i'd be cool so yeah i mean like i said don't really have much to talk about there i'm trying there was something last week that i was gonna talk about and i forgot and i can't remember what it is now either so with that i mean the only nfl talk we had was what julio yeah i mean the rumors are now like oh you know the hawks are the favorites and at least they're they're the betting favorites to get them because they're saying if, if that, you take that you know seriously exactly i mean i don't I've really care before, about that personally and I'll say it again. I just, I would love him here. Oh, oh, here, let's talk about this. Uh, on, on Twitter, a lot of people are saying they don't want him. They want Gilmore. If you're going to get anybody, we need a cornerback, get Gilmore. And I don't agree with that. For one, like, there's a few reasons. One, you're not getting Gilmore two years ago who won Defensive Player of the Year. Did you watch Gilmore against DK? And then, also, you're telling, how many times is a cornerback come to Seattle who didn't play our system and excel unless they played in a similar system. DJ Reed, 49ers, similar system. Akilah yeah, Witherspoon, 49ers, similar system. So you're bringing in guys who are good in this system or comfortable in the system. And you just want to bring Gilmore and you think that Seattle's just going to be like, oh, no, you can just do whatever you want over there. No, they, they have a system. So I don't like that at all. Not even a little bit. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Do you guys watch the Seahawks? Right. I've been saying for years, we need a third receiver. Now, I'm not saying it has to be Julio, but that's who we're talking about. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, I would love Julio here. Now, what do we have to give up? Again, what, what can we give up? Do we even have anything to give up? You know, that's my main reason why I don't think he's going to be here because what do we got to give? Yeah. You know, but if they make it work, as long as it's not anything 
crazy like Bobby Wagner, <laughs> yeah. you know, or Russell Wilson, you know, I'm good. And obviously, you know, you got to keep DK and lock it because that's why you're bringing them. You're bringing them to have those three guys. So if you trade one away, it's like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even understand. So obviously there's certain things that if they did trade them for, I'd be like, what? But for the most part, like if you're talking about, you know, non-stars, if they or if they even traded, you know, some of the guys they just drafted and then a third round pick or a fourth round pick or something like that. Cause they've said that Julio's the asking price has dropped and that's why Seattle's become the favorite. Mm-hmm. So I'd be all for it because I'm just like, man, you need a third receiver and you've needed it for years. You need one so badly. And yeah, I just think to me, it's a no brainer if you can get it done at a decent price. If you're doing it for the same the same way you did Clowney or you know Adams or anything, then I I don't think that that can justify it. And the other thing is I saw he has like three years left on his contract. And and again, if he wants a new contract, if he comes and he immediately wants a new contract, well, that's different too. I I would be like, no. Nah. But if he's gonna come and he's just fine with that last three years, to me that's perfect. You're gonna get those three years and then you can let him walk. Yeah. So it would, it kind of, for me personally, it sets up perfectly. And I'm a big Julio fan. So, but you know, you hear people like, he's on the decline. I'm like, and Gilmore's not, just like you said. Did you see him last year? DK was owning that, that boy. Yeah. That, that man. I shouldn't call him a boy. My bad. <laughs> he was owning that man, you know, and he's only getting older also. And yep. corners seem to lose it quicker than receivers <laughs> yeah you know usually that you like you can lose it and still be really really good and that that's my point with julio too he can still be really really good like if you watch the clips from when he was healthy last year i'm like what did he lose <laughs> mm-hmm. like he just wasn't healthy and yes that's a concern i totally agree if they don't get him i'm all right <laughs> yeah and if they don't bring in another corner I'm all right. I want to see what we got. But if we get them, oh, I'm pumped. Yeah. And oh, the other reason why the three-year deal is important to me is because I'm probably going to want a Julio jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I need to know that he's going to be here for a minute. If he's here for three years, then yeah, Julio jersey. <laughs> but I mean, again, it's still a long shot. Oh, oh and then we re-signed Dixon. Yeah, Michael Dixon, four more years. All pro punter. Get some. Boom. Where? That's really it. Let's, you know, let's get Julio here for Julio for a decent price. To and, Seattle for a good trade. And let's just hope it all works out. You know, I mean, because again, people want Gilmore, people want Julio, people don't want either one. And we could all be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it could, none of it could work out. We could not get either one and the season, you know, doesn't go the way we plan. And then de- depending on what the receivers do, you'll have certain people going, you should have got Julio. And if, yeah. if it's the corners, you should have got Gilmore or somebody else or should have brought Sherman back. And, you know, if it, the coordinator and that doesn't work out well why'd we get this guy you know this Mm -hmm. but if we win the whole thing then it's we should have just trusted in john and pete you know what i mean yeah it's just sports it's just football it's just what we do right 
you just gotta you just gotta talk about We're it sometimes all crazy we all have crazy opinions you know i mean and that's again like we go back to our, our greatest ever list you know in in any sport that's why you do those things when their careers are over or when they're almost over like they have to do it first you can't throw people in this conversation in those conversations or like bo jackson or something like that when they never did anything uh, if you never did a thousand yard season why do we why do we mention them if you're you know if a team didn't win the whole thing then why are we talk why do we talk about them so much but oh you know the best team I ever saw that never won well they didn't win so who really cares like mm -hmm. how great were they if yeah they didn't get it done that patriots team they went undefeated in the regular season and then they lost okay then they lost <laughs> yeah you know now granted i'm i mean they end up winning more I'm not jumping on them but they kind of they kind of traded in for more later on well yeah, brady did it's just funny that's just sports you know what i mean like you still know greatness when you see it you and you know it you know like when you're watching it you're or at least you feel like you know what they needed so when your team loses, you're like, all you needed to do was this, right? We all do it, you know? You, If we would have just called this play in this situation, did this, we win the whole thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. We go, well, we beat this team, and then we play the next team. They can't stop us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just over and over again, that's what we do. Julio's here. Who's stopping us? Julio, DK, Tyler, nobody can stop us. We're the best. And, yeah. Yeah. And But then it just takes one thing, you know? Russell Wilson goes down. Dwayne Brown goes down. Now who's the left tackle? Or Julio gets hurt. Or DK gets hurt. Or Lockett gets hurt. You know? But just anything can happen. And that's sports. You know, that's just the way it is. That's it's, just the way it is. It's so fun to talk about. But, you know, I can't wait for just to finish this off to see how the NBA playoffs you know, yes. finish. And are we, you know, we're crowning a new champion, but who are we crowning? Are we crowning the next? Are we are we capping off guys' careers like you know, like you said, Harden and Durant, or Ugh. or Chris Paul? You know, that'd be cool. But what's gonna happen? Ah. Sports, gotta love them. Just, everyone but the Nets or Clippers. Yeah, that's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's our multiverse this week. Das ist alles. Peace out. All right.